Lecrae, Bad Ones. So good. I used to fall for the Bad Ones, man. Yeah. Oh, we've all been there. What am I doing with this guy? I like bad girls. Girls have been bad girls. <laughs> you sound so creepy. It doesn't really have a... It's not really a thing, eh? Bad guys girls. are always attracted to bad girls. Well, I think you guys fall for the bad girls, Bad boys too. is more like the cliche. Mm-hmm. Bunnis is the bad boy. You know, you don't want to fall in love with him. He's just going to toss you out in a few months. I think Bunnis is pretty honest out of the gate. The bad boy is the one that strings you along. That's the bad boy. I don't know about that. Uh, I, I think I, I think yeah, I, I, I am pretty honest out the gate, but I still think you could probably call me a bad boy just because like your the lack of interest in committing. Yeah, and makes some you of the a bad shit boy. I do, yeah, yeah. Um, but at least I'm honest, man. I got that yeah. going for me. You yeah, know? yeah. You can do whatever you want. Just be honest about it. That's uh, it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like to string people along because I would not. I wouldn't want it done to me. So yeah. I, don't, I don't like to lie to people and tell them I I love them and I'm going to be there forever. And really, I'm like sleeping with somebody else on the side. Like, right. I just yeah. think that's that's kind of. You're just like, yo, I'm sleeping with someone else on the side. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Deal with it. That's, that's what you're signing up for. You don't like that program? Choose another. Uh, welcome to the Take Two podcast. Bundes is going to select some breaks from our daily radio show that we do Monday to Friday on multiple radio stations all across the country. <laughs> <laughs> or two. Uh, what did you uh, pick this week? Uh, there's some funny stuff. Uh, I almost lost it on the radio because of a problem I had with it or I'm having with a neighbor. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And I kind of shared that story. And that got was a fun. Heated. Yeah. So I figured I might play that one back. Um, we got a little conversation about like what's considered an adventure in 2021. Oh, my oh, God. So sad, eh? <laughs> what, what, what's, what we consider to be Ooh, exciting. an adventure. I'm going to drive to Ajax to visit my brother. <laughs> From a distance and pick up something that he grabbed from my dad, you know, like yeah, so lame. Yeah, uh, there was a pretty crazy incident on the uh, the gardener this week with a dump truck who oh yeah had like a was essentially pushing a Mini Cooper along and claimed that or allegedly didn't see the Mini Cooper, but they were just driving along the gardener pushing this Mini Cooper along. Yeah, sideways. The sideways. Mini Cooper was like basically stuck to the front of this dump truck and the dump truck was not stopping and just plowing along with the car just moving sideways. Seems like an episode of Road Rage, and every time you feel that, you got to think about, like, what's going on in the other car? Could there potentially be a nurse who's on her way to a homeless shelter <laughs> to give vaccines out to people in need? Trying to make that driver feel guilty? Or? Well, yo, it was a nurse on her way to the homeless shelter to give yeah. vaccines out. Yeah, we asked the question, though, how is it even possible that you could claim you didn't see the car that you were pushing for half a kilometer mm. that was right attached to your grill? Mm-hmm. We actually spoke to somebody who drives the exact same rig yes. as the person who was on the gardener, and they gave us some insight into it so we'll get to that and uh lots more thanks for checking out the take two podcast it's tucker and more along with our producer chris bundes the professor I wonder if people who live around Bundus in his condo building have any idea that they're really living 
in the valley right beside Mount Vesuvius. And Mount Vesuvius <laughs> is getting ready to blow after yet another tough weekend, Maura. He was just telling me... Um, his neighbor. His neighbor is at it again. I have to be very careful right now because I am... I am so volatile at the moment that I, even talking about this, I'm afraid I'm going to say something that I might regret. Whoa. Oh, like that would but your you- voice sounds so calm. <laughs> like, it's interesting that you are this close to snapping, you know? Maura, I was pacing around my condo holding a baseball bat, trying not to go. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, were they doing? I see what you mean. You may not want to say it out loud. Yeah. Like, I mean, like that, I'm at the point where like, I am uh, literally talking myself down. I am. And I, and I don't know what it is with me. I have some like inner code that's ridiculous where I can't call security and I can't call the police because I'm not a rat and I feel like that's the wrong thing to do. Mm. But this guy's been doing it for so long and other people on the floor have called security multiple times and nothing stops this guy. Right. And I'm at the point where I'm so angry that I I couldn't even knock on his door and ask him calmly to stop. Right. I'd like, be covered in the lava that is Bunnis' <laughs> discharge. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, so what was he doing to get you worked up to this point? And it's it's crazy because like there's other people on my floor and they're listening to music and they're having fun and it's all happening happening during the day and it doesn't bother me at all. Right. But come eleven o'clock at night, this guy's still pumping the tunes, the TV's blaring, and all you hear is the bros just yeah, woo, yeah. and it's like, what is wrong with you? Like, how could you be so inconsiderate and disrespectful? Like, this, I, this is people's homes, man. Right. Like, the world does not revolve around you. And, <sighs> this is perfect. Everything you're saying, you should write it down and then just read it. More. Like, it's a script when you get to his door. <laughs> the problem is, I, I, I've, I've met guys like this before. I've dealt with guys like this before. They don't respond to that. They don't care when you ask them nicely. They mm. think they're above that. This guy. Um, I just wanted to let you know that we all live here. These are our homes. And when you're blaring music and yelling at 11 o'clock at night, it disrupts all of us. Yes. We're a community here at uh, the Acres. And uh, we'd really appreciate if you'd keep it down. Like, security has been called on him multiple times in a night. And it doesn't change anything. Like, they, they open the door. Yeah, sorry, man. And then they continue doing it. So mm. me asking politely is not going to fix the problem. Go to the door, mm-hmm. just holding the baseball bat. I don't know if you can do the that legally. The door opens. That's yeah, a, but he could I, be going to play baseball. It's true. You got to put on your baseball uniform, though. You got <laughs> yeah, to put on. Yeah. It's got to yeah, be yeah, like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, uh, four in the afternoon. <laughs> you got cleats. You got a ball. You got like the glove. He's got the whole and outfit the on. Yeah, yeah, socks yeah. pulled up real high. You yeah, know? yeah. Also, like it would be great if you wore a body cam. Also, just so like you have it all documented. Okay, and then what, Mora? And then you just say, like, listen, man, I'm just getting in from a killer practice. <laughs> and I'm really having a difficult time deflating here because you guys are being so loud. Can you dial it back a bit? Or you could say, I just got back from T-ball practice <laughs> and we round we, we yeah, ran out balls. of round things to sit on top of the uh, little block. And uh, Can I use your skull? Can I use your head? <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck with that. We just got a text from Tim who, you know, has spent some time behind bars. Oh, okay. okay. He's got a suggestion for So me? he's got a suggestion for Bundes who lives in a condo. His next door neighbor is making a hell of a lot of noise. Does not care that security's gone up and 
talked to him multiple times. Tim understands that you can't turn to the police. Yeah, okay. He says what you need to do is get somebody else to pay him a visit. Mm. Masked up for COVID protocol, obviously. And to have a threatening undertone Hmm. when he goes to the door. Brad has a suggestion. Okay. Uh, he, says, a... <laughs> he says he owns a car crusher. Oh. <laughs> he said, I like the way this sounds. Figure out what car is his in the parking garage and he'll take it from there. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be just great? This guy comes down and his car is the size of a washing machine. You know, just in a block. Oh, my God. Oh, that'd be good. Oh. Brittany said, Brittany's got a tactic. <laughs> she says, let me talk to your neighbor. I'll put on my Karen voice and straighten the whole thing out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my Karen voice. And Kevin, Kevin is wondering if this could possibly be payback because of a loud Friday night lady friend encounter. Oh, is that possible? Are Marcus? they just getting even? No, there's no way. Because, uh, first of all, I don't go for hours and hours. Yeah. Like these guys do. And it's generally speaking, not at like two o'clock in the morning. It's right. more- before 11 p.m. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's not that. And it- even if that was the case, if he wanted to like repay the favor and do it himself, I'd be like, I'd give him a clap and be like, good for you, buddy. You know, but yeah. that's not what they're doing over there. They're being obnoxious bros. Does he have right any there. animals? Uh, no. He Does doesn't. he like animals? <laughs> what are we getting at here? I'm just gonna... thinking of the Godfather and how they put the horse's head <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the guy's yeah. bed. Yeah, what? That, Can that, we leave some sort? How am I going to get a horse's head, Maura? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And it, it only matters if it's his horse. <laughs> so now you got to murder the guy's horse. Bunnis is going to jail for that. You might as okay, well beat him all up. Right. I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. Know? I didn't yeah. bring up the car. No, we don't crusher. want any animals hurt in this situation. Cars. Elise is suggesting we make him a batch of tranquilizer cookies. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll eat the cookies yeah. and go to bed at a reasonable time. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's actually not a bad idea. Just, Just put some indica. Put some, put some, <laughs> some gravel, maybe. <laughs> He's Travel. feeling like perfectly fine and a little sleepy. Yeah. Guys, it's time to go home. I gotta go to bed. <laughs> I gotta go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Just a mild sedative <laughs> in there. That's a good idea. You know what? Maybe this is like, maybe we have to go a, a level above and think big picture and like, perhaps this guy's in your life to teach you a lesson. Perhaps <laughs> you need to become one of the bros that is partying at the house. Yeah. You need to get invited, friend them. And be in the crew. And then say, guys, I got to go to bed. You mind turning it down a little bit? No? No. Nice try. You were were on a better... Okay, back to crushing his car. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Tucker Amora. Of course, it's been a year since COVID-19 really changed everybody's life. Now Mm -hmm. I'm looking at a list of things that feel like adventures in this new era of life. Things that before were like not a big deal. And now it's like, ooh, (laughs) what an adventure. (laughs) Okay. In your life, what's exciting for you? I wonder if it made this list. Like, is there anything that feels like an adventure for you? I mean, just going to sit on a patio now is like, ooh, what, what is this? Like having... 
table service instead of takeout. Eating outside fits in at number two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now. That is an adventure. Mm-hmm. Bundus, what's an adventure for you? What's a what's something you would look forward to now that before would be like no big deal. Honestly, I don't know. I, I, I don't even know what I look forward to anymore. I was thinking like you behind the wheel of the Corvette going for a nice drive. Yeah, that's that's enjoyable on a weekend, sure. Um, but like, I don't know if it excites me anymore. I feel like I haven't been excited in a long time. I know it's kind mm. of sad to say, but like I, I, and the pandemic is, is obviously killing me too. But I feel like I've done everything I want to do, mm-hmm. you know, unless I have big money to go on like even crazier trips. I, I, I really don't know what an adventure would be anymore for me. Uh, like yeah. going, maybe yeah, going yeah, to yeah, Egypt yeah. and like climbing the pyramid or something like right. that. Right, but you can't plan that <laughs> kind of thing. You really sucked the life out Sorry. of this conversation, yeah. eh, didn't you? <laughs> I just like, I had a, I, you asked me that question Whoa, and I had yes. like a moment of um, existentialism where I started going like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> what a bit blocker. No, no. <laughs> Listen, he's speaking a truth. Like there isn't a lot There's to no look adventure. forward to right now. Well, that's, that's the point. You it's can't like, plan a trip. You can't do anything. There's nothing. I mean, <laughs> nothing at all that feels like an adventure, something you might look forward to, like a new video game even? Oh, please. That's not an adventure. Okay, well, this that's... is a guy that used to go to Monaco and buy fancy silk shirts. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He, can't look, he, needs, he needs something like that to look forward to. Okay. Well, let me tell you about some of the other things on this list. Bunch of people were asked, like, what well, qualifies in an advent- as an adventure these days? And these, like, responses, it's pretty sad. Mm-hmm. Trying a new recipe. Oh, my What an God. adventure. Watching a new TV show or movie is an adventure. You dive in there. <laughs> okay. What did you recently dive into, Bundus? Oh, nothing. I lost my tail. <laughs> Can't find it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like Eeyore over here. <laughs> I have no joy. Poor Bundus. Uh, poor Bundus. Uh, no, I understand. I understand. It's hard. It is hard. You have your boat to look forward to this yeah, summer, right? Yeah. You've got a boat that's going to go in the water. What does Bundus have? She's got he his Friday nothing. night lady friend to come by. <laughs> yeah, have but a she's, pie? She's been coming by having a pie every Friday. Like, that's. I'm so bored of having routine sex <laughs> that's. I can literally schedule <laughs> down to the nearest hour. Mm. Um, I know. I'm hard done by it. I know. Yeah. Rebecca just texted us. She says the new Animal Crossing updates are an adventure for me. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Taking the long way home is now considered an adventure. Yes. Ordering from a new restaurant. Yeah, you tried that the other day. Failed, though, Bundus. Didn't work out but for your still, pizza. But yeah. still, was it thrilling? It's thrilling. <laughs> it was depressing, guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, pizza's not as good. <laughs> Choosing a new book to read made the list. Staying up past your normal bedtime. And then oh my God. trying a food that's spicier than you're used to. <laughs> this is so lame. These are all, 20, like, these are all 2021 adventures. Oh, it's so spicy. Get out there and be adventurous. <laughs> Pretty sad looking at some of the things people consider adventures a year into the pandemic. <laughs> like taking the long way home is now considered <laughs> an adventure. What's going on, Tina? What's an adventure for you these days? Going to a new grocery store. Usually my boyfriend and I go to Walmart, but some days we get a little crazy and go to 
Farm Boy, Nature's oh. Emporium. Oh. Don't get Maura started about Farm oh, Boy. I love Farm I love the, the cookies and I mm. love them, the, so all the, the sauces they make in house. I could spend an hour at Farm Boy. Just I know. It's so exciting. It's like <laughs> the best thing. And, you know, it's just, it's sad, but. All I do is work and go to the grocery store, so we gotta. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right? Have, now, have you tried a Longos? Because I gotta say, oh. I, you know, they got this like homemade pizza dough that you can just buy in a bag, bring it home, make your own pizzas. Longos is the best. It's a little pricey, so what? when we feel like splurging. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have some fun at Longo. Maybe you're not going to buy your Cheerios there, but you might get something else. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love you guys. You guys are awesome. I followed you from your other radio station, and I listened to your podcast. Oh, thank you, Tina. the energy that you guys bring and your dynamic and the stories. So, And more, I hope to come visit your bar one day. Yes, oh, girl. Man. That would be an adventure. I can't wait yeah. to just take a walk down to Mora's bar again on a Friday night. Yeah. Even yeah, if I'm alone. Your, Yep. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm not gonna just. I'm not gonna walk half an hour empty-handed, Tina. You obviously, do, you do know the show well. I do. I do. <laughs> I'll even me. smuggle my own booze in so I don't have to pay the price Wait at a uh, place. <laughs> <laughs> so drinking before you go to the bar, like old times. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to do that kind oh. of stuff again. All right. Yeah, but for now, new grocery stores. What an adventure, <laughs> Tina. Really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you so much. And to Evan now. Evan, is there anything that you're doing these days that you consider to be an adventure? Well, I was telling more. I connected with Bunda, so I don't have much to look forward to. But I was dog sitting and I went for a walk without a mask. And that was quite the adventure. <laughs> Going for a walk without a mask. <laughs> Going for a walk on the path. No well, mask watch out for those COVID clouds, man. <laughs> It's true, though. Like, if we go out early on a weekend morning or if it's sort of later on a weeknight and there yeah. aren't a, a lot of people around and yeah. there's no masks, it does feel kind of, like, refreshing and rebellious <laughs> and adventurous. How lame are we? Yeah. Thanks, uh, Evan. Appreciate you being hey, on welcome. the show. Have a great morning, guys. You did, too. Did, did you want to take a moment like Tina did to talk about how much you love the show? Or is that just <laughs> how, great, how great you are? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Evan, we got to go here. I'm just, I'm just bugging you. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. It's Tucker and Mora. Just talking about that dump truck that ended up with a Mini Cooper sideways on his grill <laughs> in downtown Toronto, yeah. proceeded to push that Mini Cooper half a kilometer. How could you not see that? We got a text from Brad. He says, I saw the video. I'm a truck driver. He would have saw and heard her tires. The tires would have been squealing. The back end of her Mini was rubbing on the guardrail. That would have caused grinding noises. The cloud of dust that followed... The guy is guilty, says Brad. Luke, you drive a truck? Yeah, and it actually turns out that the cab of my truck is the same model as the truck in question. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Do you so. feel like we're in a courtroom right now? <laughs> yeah. and, and, and this is like, oh, interesting development yes. in the trial. We brought Luke up to the stand who drives the same model. The back of my truck's different, obviously, but the front's the same. I okay. don't drive some truck. But now, we also need to know the height of the drivers <laughs> to know what their vision would be over the dash. Exactly. I'm I'm 5'7". Okay. Okay. Uh, the, I just measured the front of my truck to the top of the bug deflector is 7 foot. Okay. All right. Interesting fact. Yeah. The truck's 8.5 feet wide at the front. So if that Mini Cooper was in the exact right spot... 
I'm willing to bet you wouldn't see it. There's times when cars cut me off and they, they actually disappear. What about the feeling and having that resistance of pushing a car sideways for half a kilometer? That car is only probably 3,000 pounds. All right. That'd be like a bug on the windshield. <laughs> He's probably 450 horse, probably 1,800 foot pounds of torque behind him. <laughs> How's that compared to your Corvette, Bundes? When you hear that, those stats, is that pretty close? Uh, the horsepower close to torque, definitely not. Definitely not. Now, what about the smoke? Because there was the the wheels were like ripping sideways, so there was all this smoke that was billowing yeah. out from and under the Mini Cooper. Imagine a lot of noise too. Yeah, you'd probably smell see the smoke. Okay, what's your gut feeling telling you, though? And keep in mind, they did have a collision right before this happened. Perhaps he thought that she had moved on and couldn't see that she was still in front of his truck. My gut feeling says when he did realize she was there, he's like, meh, you know what? (laughs) I'm already this far in. Let's make her pay for cutting me off or something to that extent. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So we all have the same gut feeling, but, (laughs) but you're saying... In theory, it's possible that the guy didn't see. That particular Mini is the smallest of all of them, realistically, right? Like, mm. Held up pretty well, though, considering. Did it ever. In my experience, the cars that have circled emblems are the most, the mo- ones that will cut you off the most. What? Circle emblems? BMWs, Audis, Minis, yeah, yeah, Mercedes, gotcha. Beamers are the worst. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I agree about that for sure. The mom in the soccer mom minivan, she's not going to pull you out. And if she does, you're taking her for a ride for half a kilometer. (laughs) Okay, well, that was really interesting. Thank you very much for weighing in. You have a good day. It's Tucker Amora. Did something over the weekend. My wife said I was being sexist, and I thought I was doing a good deed. What did you do? What did I do? I'm almost afraid to bring it up <laughs> for fear of like more backlash. I was selling my daughter's bike that she outgrew. Yeah. A woman came to see it. Sure. And I got a single parent vibe. And then she asked me, like, how much for the bike? And I, she goes, oh, she, she reaffirmed the price with me. Okay. And I said, yeah, but I offer a single mom's discount. You said that? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Is that sexist? It's not sexist, it's just offensive. Like single parent. I can't remember if I said single mom or single parent, but one or the other. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and I said, uh, and she goes, oh, I'm a single mom. I'm like... I took off like 45 bucks on the price. <laughs> and it was because like I, I grew up in a home with a single mom. Yeah. And I just know like things like bike purchases and stuff like that. that yeah. Are, you know, like, you know, all that stuff adds up. Yeah. And my uh, my wife said, oh, did you sell the bike? I'm like, yeah. I gave her a single mom discount. She goes, well, that's sexist. And I go, well, <laughs> is it? I, she goes, well, would you have done it if it was a single dad? I was wow. like, oh, really? Single mom's discount or single parent's discount? I don't remember what I said, but, you know, she was a mom. Mm-hmm. So I, I may have said single mom. I, I, if it was me, I would have been like, I would have paid double just to like spite you for saying that. Or not <laughs> really? bought it at all. Oh my yeah. God, that See, is so See, if that was great. me, That's I'm insane. not a single parent, but I would have been like, well, I'm not a single parent, but I do have a business that's been affected by COVID. You have a COVID <laughs> uh, business affected discount. <laughs> right? Yeah. I would have worked another angle on yeah. you. I guess I'm a jerk. No, I don't think you're a jerk. I think it came from the right place. I really do. Um, Vicky says, people need to chill. 
Good job, yeah. Tucker. Tell that to my wife, Vicky. Brayden says she could have been hustling you. She could have been. <laughs> yeah. Caleb says, you're too damn sensitive. Good for you, Tucker. Okay. Gustavo mm. says, at least you didn't say MILF discount. I do offer a MILF discount. Uh, do you ever sit up at a bar and you feel embarrassed to order your drink? Half of us are embarrassed to order our favorite drink at the bar. Is that not weird? I mean, there was a time where I was really into vodka cranberry. (laughs) (laughs) You see what that's the reaction I get. That's what vodka cran. This guy. That's the lamest thing, man. (laughs) Look, did you sip it through a straw too? It was a tasty oh, little beverage. Oh, and, uh, it just seems shocking that you, you would know, want a vodka crayon. Well, it just, you know, it, it's, it's, it's gender stereotypes, my friends. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. I first met my wife, yeah. before she was gluten-free, we'd go to a bar and I would order a vodka crayon. <laughs> <laughs> and she'd order. This is why. Uh, this yeah, is yeah, why people are yeah, embarrassed yeah, 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 and yeah. mention yeah. what their favorite drink is. Yeah, anyway, yeah. I would order a vodka cran. She would order a pint. And they'd, <laughs> they'd, they'd come oh, to the yeah. table. They'd come, come to the to table. The table and yeah. Because of gender stereotypes, <laughs> yeah. they'd put the vodka cran in front of her and they'd put the pint in front of me. And we'd have to do a little 180 switcheroony. <laughs> That is so funny, man. And then I was like, I got to figure out something else to drink here. Vodka crayon. (laughs) That's a lot. That's the worst drink you could pick. It is. Honestly. Next to a pina colada, maybe. No, pina colada. Another great drink. um, (laughs) Vodka crayon, it just... it's it hits the spot sometimes. (laughs) I don't know. Plus, great for your urinary Urinary track. track. Right? I mean, I think that's been debunked a little bit because if you're having a typical cranberry juice that's behind a bar, it's oftentimes loaded with sugar. Like you have to have cranberries like pressed. I know. (laughs) Beer and wine drinkers are actually the most likely to feel judged when they place that order. Cocktail fans don't care as much because cocktails seem a bit classier. What would be more um, embarrassing for me to order at a bar? A vodka cranberry or a sex on the beach? Are they in the same category? <laughs> I would say the sex on the beach is even more embarrassing. No, I, I, I still think the vodka cram is worse. Yeah. I think I just think it's awful. I um well, you gotta have one. I think you'd enjoy it. I've had it. a vodka cranberry before, but like there's no way you could make that cool in any way. Yeah. At least with sex on the beach, if somebody said something to you, you could make like a fun pun about it. I was like, I, I got this drink because this is what I'm planning with doing with you later. You know what I mean? Like you could do some you could make it funny. Like you could make a sex on the beach funny. You and can't sex, with a vodka cram. Sex on the beach is kind of like a nostalgic drink too. It's kind of retro, so it might almost be back in style. Whereas vodka cram that's like yeah, yeah you, but you, you could also you could using your logic, Bundus. Yeah. I could be like, oh, vodka cran, because I want to have a nice clean urinary tract <laughs> later, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I recommend you having one as well. <laughs> and on the way home, why don't we pick up some yogurt? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you for your concern of my urinary tract. That is great. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) You know, I predicted this. 2020 was a great year 
for music and for people making money on music. You want to guess the top five for people who made the most money in the music industry, artist-wise? I'm going to say Drake was there. You know what? You are absolutely right. Drake. Big year. Number three. On that list. I'm going to put Taylor Swift in there. Yeah, Taylor Swift edging out Drake at number two. I mean, can I put The weekend there? The weekend number four. Yes! You're three for three now at guessing the top five. Well, now it's getting harder. Bundes, uh- <laughs> you want to take a stab at this? Uh, Think about it. Like, Who's really hot? Who's really like big? I feel like Bieber put out a couple, uh, couple records. It might be in there. God, you're so dumb. Whoa! You're not even close. (laughs) 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 Nice try. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, Number 10, Bieber. So Bieber's there. He's just not in the top five. What about the grande that is Ariana? Uh, The grande that is Ariana (laughs) is uh, not in the top five, but comes in at number eight. So good for you, Maura, for getting that one. Funnest, you want to take another stab at this? Did we say T-Swift yet? Yes! Yeah, you silly. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Whoa! You got butt-slammed! You got butt-slammed again, Bundes! You keep getting... Jeez, you can't do on. anything right in this little game! <laughs> okay, try again, Bundes. Let's just let Bundes guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll try again, Bundes. Yeah. <laughs> take, take another guess. Just think about, you know... The music industry, Bonus being a musician. <laughs> Any other guesses? Um, uh, how about uh, Lady Gaga? <laughs> Whoa, you got butt slam! <laughs> You're terrible at this! <laughs> Where did Gaga land? She's not in there? Not even in the top ten! Oh. That's how far off Bonus is. Okay. Okay, think about global superstars people that transcend oh, oh, language oh. and borders and everything oh daddy yankee or some one of those guys oh, oh bad no. bunny <laughs> let's see if bad bunny's on the uh, top five here uh, survey says whoa you got butt slam <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god okay 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 uh, um the joe the bro joes the bro joes the bro joes good guess maura but you're wrong <laughs> but i'll just applaud your efforts there funness you want to try again <laughs> oh no no oh he's got one dua lipa do a not no! You got butt slam. You have right. to do another guess if you want a chance at this. Dana okay. knows. Oh, da- Dana probably. Probably Dana. <laughs> Looks like Dana, but Dana. Uh, um, BTS. BTS. Yes. <laughs> Number one, oh. Number The BTS one. army loves the BTS and they eat up anything that they serve. So we're still missing Where's number one? five? Number five. Give us one clue so we can have one guess. Okay. She. She. Cardi B. <laughs> Are you trying to throw this game? Whoa, you got butt slammed. <laughs> Quiet down over there. She recently <laughs> yes. just posted something on Instagram that became one of the most liked posts ever in the history of Instagram. Oh, come on. Really? 
Billy Eilish. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was a big five. year for Billy Eilish. Big yes. year for Billy Eilish. I can't believe that one slipped by me, guys. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I can. I can believe. <laughs> Does the U.S. have secret evidence of UFOs breaking the sound barrier using technology far beyond what humans are capable of doing right now? The answer is yes. Really? Yes, God, they there's so do. many stories now where the government's being more forthcoming with the information they have. And well, that's because they had to release all the information. Oh. They were asked to release the documents okay. that were classified. So here's what we have. This is the former director of national intelligence saying, yeah, we do have information on this. These observations were made by Navy and Air Force pilots. They were also recorded by multiple sensors. So it's not just somebody saying, hey, what was that? We got multiple sensors that recorded this as well, that they could not explain what the hell was going on. Experts say these movements are hard to replicate because we don't have the technology to do that. Traveling at speeds that exceed the sound barrier without a sonic boom. And I'm trying to understand... What that would mean? Yeah, that's when you, beyond when my. When you break the sound barrier, yes. it creates this like. What does that mean when you break the sound barrier? When you're traveling faster than sound. Yeah. So, like, as you're approaching that, there's like all the drag, like on an airplane. Yes. Um, is what causes that boom. It's like it's the airflow going over the plane as it starts to kind of pass the sound barrier. That's why you see those pictures sometimes of like like a circle cloud around the plane. Yeah. That's an aerodynamic drag as the as the plane is passing the speed of sound, which is 343 meters per second. Um, Holy. But that it also, the speed of sound differs depending on the temperature of the air. The warmer the air, the faster the sound travels. Okay. If it's colder, um, it's going to take more. <laughs> so what is happening in these alien stories then? Um, I, w- I would assume it's using a different type of um, technology completely. If it's not creating that aerodynamic boom, uh-huh. it's using some sort of different type of um it's not like aerodynamics in the sense of flight propulsion and velocity it would be like never mind (laughs) (laughs) thank you buddy no 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 it's starting to make sense a bit a bit (laughs) so they opened up the space wine they sent a whole case up to the international space station for a 14 month stay where they were exposed to zero gravity. Do you think the space wine tastes better or worse? What's what's your or the same? It was in a bottle, right? And, and then it was a special... sealed. It wasn't like they poured it out and had it exposed to no. anything other than just the bottle was weightless. The bottle was in space aging, um, but it also the bottles were also kept in a container. I'm sure there were some of the wine specialists there. Been, oh, there's <laughs> to this. Much different tunes than normal. <laughs> and then they spit the wine in a cup and move on to the next. Ooh, I can taste the zero gravity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think realistically, um... No, it would change. It's in a sealed bottle. How would that affect it? Mm-hmm. What about the scientists, Mr. Bundus? Do you think that they would, you know, zero gravity? Zero gravity. There is no atmosphere. So I'm assuming the molecules uh, <laughs> would start to kind of pull apart from, from, from themselves. There's no ah. gravitational force to ah. pull them together. So I'm going to say it tastes worse. Oh! oh. This wine is terrible! <laughs> 
Get me another! You know what's crazy? Is yeah. they chose bottles of wine that would normally cost $5,000 a bottle. Oh, like, geez. Why would That's you send obnoxious. the best stuff up there yeah. for this experiment? Send the worst stuff. Yeah. Send a bottle of Fusion, <laughs> a nice, reliable $8 bottle right. of wine. See if it makes it better. Yeah. Right? $5,000 No, bottle? they sent, like, the stuff, the nicest stuff. Chateau de Bububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububub yeah, I, I've heard of that one. <laughs> they sell it right beside the Chateau Minotta. <laughs> so. I, they, I, they, I hope they're going to sell some of these bottles after. I'm oh. sure there's going to be some wine collector who's going to be like, well, this one here spent a year and a half in space. Yeah, I mean, really, they should sell a bottle. There's yeah. got to be some stuffy person pay who would for pay this for it. stupid experiment. So but, yeah. they brought in these wine connoisseurs to taste uh-huh. the space wine. Yeah. And they said it tasted like rose petals, campfire notes, along with a brick-like coloring compared to the original red coloring. Oh. And one of the most notable changes was that the space wine evolved three years over the 14-month visit. It was like you aged it for three years. It it tasted better, my friends. It tasted better. It was more open and more full, less tannins, more fruit forward. So the wine aged faster in zero gravity. This whole mission, by the way, was part of an effort to make plants on Earth more resilient to climate change and disease by exposing them to new stresses and to better understand the aging process and fermentation in wine. Yeah, I want to see the, another study where they take one of these bottles from space and they put it beside a bottle that's not from space and we do a blind <laughs> taste test and see if these obnoxious people really think that the bricks are now a little less red than they were before. Like, that's insane. They said, yeah, it was like they aged longer, so you don't have to keep that bottle in your cellar for so long, Mm. right? Interesting. Tucker and Maura, big day for our family. My oldest daughter's getting the full braces put on. Guess how much that's going to run. I don't know, what, $10,000? $10,000, each kid. (gasps) Did you have the braces, Bundes? I did, and uh, I remember hating it more than anything. I felt like it was so cruel. I also had a friend who had headgear, and I felt like, as a parent, it was like the cruelest thing to do to get, like, to put your kid in headgear and then send them off to school. Luckily for my daughter, she only had to wear it when she slept. Poor girls. Oh, Oh, headgear. I had a back brace, okay? (laughs) Did I have to wear it to school? Oh, hell yes. (laughs) Yes, I did. And you know what it does? It builds character, okay? (laughs) Don't get me going. Oh, but Maura, Maura, my daughter's going to have braces. (laughs) Yes. She's going to have to go to school. She's in grade nine. What do you think the other grade niners are going to think of the braces? By the way, none of them will see them because she has to wear a mask at school. Oh, right. Yeah. There you go. She can wear a mask. You think I could cover up my back brace bars that were coming up over my shoulder? No. You touched my stomach. It felt like you were touching a brick wall. Did you ever consider wearing a cape? <laughs> Just to cover it up. No. I know what I wore. The cool cape. I wore Super turtlenecks. Mora. Turtlenecks all the time. Well, Which, by the way. Would it chafe the back brace? Is that why? No, just to hide the bars. Oh, you could hide the bars with a bat, with a, with a turtleneck. With a turtleneck. Ah. Yeah. That must have sucked, man. You were like Forrest Gump. 
in I, a way. Remember Forrest Gump had to wear those leg braces? I had the back brace. I got to get my back brace out and post a video of it because they still make them and they are so archaic. It's like an ancient torture device to get your spine to grow straight. Yeah, kind of like braces, right? For ancient. your teeth. <laughs> Same thing, man. That's the, um, the crooked spine, right? Does that for you? Scoliosis. That's, yeah. So braces on the teeth. And braces on the back! <laughs> Can you imagine? So cry me a river for your girls. Did you have braces too? On the on teeth, top of that, yes! Yeah. And the, at the same time? Yes, Thomas! Oh and which would hurt more, getting tightened, the back brace oh, or the well, What do you think? And you know what? It was the same thing. They'd tighten the brace. Yeah. I'd go once a month and they'd tighten it up in certain spots. Yeah, but could you pick different color elastics for the back brace? <laughs> no, because no one would see it. Yeah. Not easy being Mora. No. Not easy being a kid. No, it's not easy being a kid. You're right. You're right. But you know what? I think braces now you used to have to wear them for like minimum two years. How long are your girls going to be wearing I, them? I think forever. For how much we're paying, I hope it's forever. I hope <laughs> they never ne- come off. <laughs> I wonder if your mom ever had a moment where she was sitting around with some coworkers complaining about how much she had to pay for that damn back brace. <laughs> you know how much that back brace is costing me? That's 10 grand. Guess what? She needs braces too. She's sucking us dry, Maura. Yeah. It's one problem after another. Right? There ain't anything that's straight on that girl. No. <laughs> Teeth back doesn't matter. It's all crooked. You're right. Are you guys ready to learn how to reboot a low sex drive? If I needed it, <laughs> I'll just step out of the room for a sec while you guys carry on with this conversation. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine, guys. I'm okay. You guys, you guys have the conversation. <laughs> all right, because my sex drive is fine. Wait, I'm. No, I, I don't need this. I don't need this. I'm going on break. I need the music though. I'll, okay, so there you go. Okay. I'll, I'll be back in like, how long do you need? I need two minutes. Okay, you okay. guys talk about this. I'll be I'm happy here. your no. sex drive is alive and well, and I oh, hope I, no I hope it I, I hope it never takes a a, ma- a major U-turn, and then you're going to be wishing that you stayed here for this story. I can't hear you. <laughs> I'm way over here. Okay, so first, Bundus. Yeah, yeah, hit me with it. <laughs> you got to tackle. Any medical problems that you might be having or body image issues right out of the gate. That's number one. Go see your doctor. There's no shame. Did you hear that? There's no shame. You didn't hear it. (laughs) Maybe you need to buy yourself something that makes you feel sexy and confident. Okay. You know? Go to the store, go on a little shopping spree. Okay, I like that. It's okay to start a session alone and then invite that person in to join with you when and if you're ready don't go all the way by yourself share that hot sexual energy no they're still on the air they're talking about people who have low sex right? <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what they're talking you know. okay <laughs> he's, know. he's such a jerk right now <laughs> it's okay to have a low sex drive all right you guys still talking about yeah that? we are okay. hold on hold on i'm back Develop fantasies and stop worrying about who's starring in this fantasy, okay? It's okay. Chances are that other person has a fantasy in their head, too. So create your own fantasy and roll with it. Have sex before you have dinner. This is from the Sexperts. 
Do wow. it before dinner. Sure. Nobody I highly wants- recommend that. Yeah. That's what I do every Friday night. You always do it before the pizza. Before yeah. the pizza? You always, yeah. That Otherwise, you're not going to do it. I think my wife refers to that as getting it out of the way. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what the sexperts say. It takes the pressure off it. Get it out of the way. And then you guys are all relaxed. Sounds like a chore. The sexperts also recommend a low effort romp. Like, you know, if you just don't have the energy, just be low effort about it. That's okay. You're still getting the blood going. (laughs) And you can, you know, visualize whatever that might be for you. Low effort. Low effort romps are are acceptable. And finally, mm-hmm. if we only realize that the people who love us look at us with rose-tinted glasses, not magnifying glasses, then maybe we'd feel better about how we look when we're naked. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I, t- I that. say that to my wife all the time. Yes, you're if not you like, could, let me could, get the magnifying glass If out. you could see yourself through my eyes, mm-hmm. I wish you could, you yeah. know, is what I say. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you came back just for that comment. By the way, you know I'm just joking, right? About what? My sex drive. Oh. It's low like the rest of you losers. (laughs) (laughs) It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. <laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.